Welcome to the Wealthy Money Property Podcast, your ultimate resource to unlocking your inner property guru and building a property investment portfolio. Now, introducing your host for the show. Hey guys, hey property magicians, welcome to episode 53. We are now okay. over a year old. Yay! Happy birthday to us. <laughs> yep, happy birthday to us. So uh, today we have a different show that is all about mindset with Herschel Clark. My name is Vangile Makwakwa and I am your host for the show. Find me under Wealthy Money on Facebook, the groups are the uh, page and find me as Vangile Makwakwa on Instagram and Twitter. You can also just search, search her Wealthy Money, you'll find me. With me is my co-host. Hi there, I am Dr. Miranda, hashtag prop doc mom. I am on Instagram, Twitter and Facebook. I am in year two of being prop doc, doc mom. And today we are sitting on the couch with my colleague, Dr. Heschel Clark. And I'm so excited because the stuff that he touches on are things that I wish someone had told me at 22 when I qualified as a medical doctor. So we have a um, radiology um, registrar, uh, Dr. Heschel who's going to talk about mindset and how it has gotten him and it has set him on his path of property investment journey. I hope we're going yeah. to make such a big impact with this podcast. We definitely are, especially for people in the medical field. So let's move on to our awesome guest. So welcome, Herschel. Thank you for joining us on the show. Hi, Hesha. Thank you, thank you, Vangile and Mizo. I'm glad to be in the show. <laughs> yeah. So, so excited. And thank you for just saying yes without even knowing who the heck is this. I am the, I'm the prop doc, mom. I'm, the, I'm that crazy about property. I don't even wait for you to say yes. You just come on the yeah. show. <laughs> Thanks for <Yeah>. trusting us. <laughs> so, um, Herschel, tell us who you are. I know that you're a doctor um, and I've been asking all these crazy questions about being in medicine online, but tell us more. Everything like who are you, what do you do in your spare time, etc. <laughs> sure, you want the long story or the short story? <laughs> Whichever works. <laughs> Ever works. Okay. Where are you from? Which country? And yeah. <laughs> well, thank you once again for having me on this interview. Um, when Misa asked me, I was quite honored. Um, I, I've, I've told her that, you know, my journey um, in, in the space is still uh, quite short. Um, but yeah. I am still honored to be on this call to, you know, hopefully inspire someone. Um, yeah. yeah, so I basically come from Vinduk, Namibia, was born in Vinduk. Oh, wow. Um, and, uh, grew, yeah, so I grew up in, on a farm for the first four years of my life. Um, and then I moved farmers to the far east of Namibia, um, close to Hobabes, uh, basically with my, my grandparents. And then uh, I moved to Vinduk, which is central in Namibia. 
Mm. Uh, it's a capital city. And I basically grew up in, in Vinduk in Kormisdal, which is a, a, a area of color. And um, yeah, so basically um, one of the, the areas that were um, uh, sort of, uh, you know, planned or, or given to, to us people of color. Um, and grew up in the area was challenging. Um, many temptations, um, you know, um, uh, as, you, as you may know, but still a very beautiful or life experience. Um, and I went to high school, I'm in mean, primary school and high school, also in Benduk. Um, and then after high school, I decided to, 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 to go to university at the time I was still unsure what I wanted to do in life to be honest um, in oh. fact I, I never thought I was good enough to become a doctor at that stage uh, <laughs> so it was it was from where I came from it wasn't it wasn't a real you know goal for many people it wasn't a real um, sort of something that that is reachable for for many people from you know where i grew up um and it was yeah. actually a, a massive sort of dream you know for me and and for people to actually buy into that dream so i've basically you know i've gone through roller coasters in 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 actually coming to the realization that medicine was what i wanted to do i initially did a bsc at the university of Stellenbosch. um in uh, human life sciences. Um, and while, you know, being in, you know, in the university, obviously being in a, in a very new environment and being out of my comfort zone, you know, grew up at, you know, in, under my parents' wings for, for many years. And now uh, all of a sudden I have to, to, you know, um, find my own feet in a different world, in a different um, country I'm not having any friends <laughs> so oh, yeah. it was difficult um, and I must say my, my first year was was quite difficult in varsity um, and I had one friend that actually we finished together um, in Namibia Vanduk we finished together at school and but he was an Afrikaans guy and yeah. you know because I only had him as a contact that I knew I used to go to Afrikaans lectures not like I, I cannot <laughs> study I don't understand Afrikaans. I'm Afrikaans speaking, but when it comes to, you know, work and academics, <laughs> yeah. I literally cannot, uh, um, yeah, understand or, or do anything in Afrikaans. Um, so basically, I've, I've ventured uh, with him into Afrikaans lectures, and it was the <laughs> worst mistake ever. <laughs> and so I decided, okay, now I need to... <laughs> I need to change my strategy. Um, I I need to um, yeah I need to find my feet now. Um, obviously my parents are are, are paying via student loans, um, but you know the responsibility is still there, and I I had to you know uh, pick up my socks. Um, and basically the yeah the last two years of was a uh, two years where I actually you know just got control of myself again and and working hard and, and, and having a goal. 
um, to finish strong. Um, because at this time I was still pondering medicine. Um, I always knew I wanted to be do something within the health setting. Okay. Um, I didn't know where and you know what exactly, but you know, deep down medicine and, and being a doctor was, was, you know, a strong sort of energy. Um, okay. but, but there was always doubts. Um, but basically I worked very hard, um, uh, started to get distinctions and, um, you know, really working myself up to this, this goal. Um, okay. And after BSC, I applied for medicine and yeah. still unsure, but I, I sort of feel I know where I want to go now. Um, yeah. And I wasn't accepted at Stellenbosch and UCT, but Pretoria and Bits accepted me. But I had this, oh, I you know, in retrospect, this naive nature in me. And, and I just, like, you know, coming from a different country, I just had this overwhelming fear irrational fear of you know how ting <laughs> and <laughs> joe work and, you know thank you thank you for putting it irrational i decided no 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 <laughs> <laughs> no it was so, so which so, university yeah, did you end up at at salem bosch oh so ultimately you ended up doing the yes. mbchb in salem yeah, so that was the goal to stay as talent board. Yeah. Okay. So I decided so, to do my honors. I did an honors degree in, yeah, yeah, honors degree in anatomical pathology. And then I met my career mentor, my professional mentor, Professor Brands. He was an anatomical pathologist, but also previously specialist in ops and gynae. Oh, yeah. yeah. And he was just a massive mentor. He motivated me. Yeah, and, and that's, that's when I really realized, okay, this is, ex this is what I want to do. Because I had contact in the hospital. I was working in the hospital. I had contact with students. I had contact with, you know, all the doctors, the lecturers. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah. and then long story short, I, I once again had to work very hard. Past my and what do you thing. do now? What do you do now? Because we want to get to the property thing. Yes. <laughs> so I qualified as I finished medicine at Stellenbosch and then qualified, worked in, went back to Namibia, worked for three years and then came back to Cape Town. Um, oh. And now I am basically in the process of um, uh, specializing in the field of radiology yeah. okay. uh, with the main aim of actually subspecializing in interventional radiology. Um, and then then I'm also a property investor. Um, yeah, but that, that was also a journey. That's it. That's it. And, and, and incredible. So how does a, 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 a registrar a register in, in radiology end up with interest in property? Do you, how did you buy your first property? Did you know that you are buying an investment or were you just buying somewhere to live? So it was actually both. Um, my first property was I bought in Namibia, Vanduk, in 2017. Um, I bought it with the intention of, you know, uh, investing, but I didn't have knowledge yet about property. To me, I was making the, the best decision. Um, I was 
being a, a professional investor. Um, but 2017, and then 2018, we moved back to, to South Africa. South Africa. Um, so at the time, we needed a place to stay. Um, I wasn't prepared to spend the rent, money on rent anymore, and I, you know, I just thought out because it felt like I'm. So sorry, so, Herschel, guys. We interrupted Herschel because we wanted to switch off the videos, so that was offline. And he was just saying that he bought his first property in Namibia in 2017. Can you please take it from there? Yeah. So I mean. <clears throat> In my amateur mind at that stage, I, I yes. thought I was doing a, 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 you know, I was buying a good investment. Um, I was bought, I, I bought it central in the CBD. Um, it was close to work. And in my mind, I just thought it's going to be a property that will, that will easily sell in the future. It will be a property that will easily rent out in the future. Um, you okay. know, because at that time, I didn't know I was going to come back to South Africa. Right. Yeah. Okay. Mm. <laughs> so, but I always had this. <laughs> Hello. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, we heard so, you. You said I always had this. Yeah. So I, you know, I don't say this. You know, um, uh, I was more driven to property as a sort of investment, although I didn't have much knowledge about it. Uh, right. Um, and and I always thought my salary needs to fit in with what I can afford, um, oh. and, and and therefore my and therefore my my mindset at this stage is I was probably only going to afford three properties in my lifetime because I always thought of how would my salary you know fit okay. in. Um, so wow. coming from a you know dependence on on ordinary income, as they would say. And, yeah. and trying to put that in, but I didn't. I didn't really understand the whole investment of property and the the you know everything that goes around it, and that you can about the portfolio and and how you can leverage from property and and oh, all of those um, sort of uh, yeah. details. Yeah. So, Heshel, yeah. are you telling me that in your circles, in, 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 in your circles, whether at medical school, in the tea room, at the doctor's rooms, you had not had any of, of our colleagues speaking about property as an investment portfolio? What were, what, what, what were they talking about? What, what did you find the conversations on investment were, Heshel? Yeah, so I, I mean, that conversation was was mostly always property. Property is a good investment, and but you know, it was always like you need to buy a property, and there was it was more like in general, um, yeah. you know, when you buy a property, it's a good investment, um, but not understanding the you know, what actually makes a property a good investment. Uh, exactly. That, you know, that didn't uh, come through. Uh, yeah. It was just this, this reflex decision that you have to make once you're in that position, you must buy a property. And also once you're in that position, um, you know, again, um, you need to 
sort of work hard, get somewhere, make money before you get there or before you can actually afford to buy a property, which I've like also realized that it's not the case. Um, no. the, the, the nice thing about property is that it gives you so many options. Um, right. And that, that yeah. So, so it was, a, it was a, a very general statement that was made. And also mm-hmm. uh, you have to, and, and rather it's, yeah, it's, it was like you have to buy a dream house and this will be your asset. Um, Thank you. <laughs> and, you know, you will grow up in this, this big house and, and it will pay off over 20 years. Um, yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Wow. Wow. I tell you. I tell you. So, so what? Okay. So go ahead, yeah. Ben. So once you got the first property, Herschel, what happened? How did you realize that actually, no, this is not a good investment. Just having a property doesn't mean that I have a good investment. What were some of the so, learning, you know, the rude yeah. awakening, which we all have? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So yes. what changed it? I like that question, Ben, very much. Yes. Um, I think it was, it, it was a process. Um, you know, I was I was fixed in my mind that you know I was uh, this was a good investment, mm. um, but I was telling Mizo previously on our call is that you know as time went on I realized that my months are becoming longer, and I couldn't understand <laughs> you know even as a as a doctor you know, we in in you know in comparison to the general population we probably get yeah we we get a decent salary. Right. But my months just felt very long, mm. and I and I, I almost felt like um, more trapped as a as a doctor and having a salary than I was as a student, and I was living off one thousand five hundred per month, you know. I know. Um, <laughs> and I couldn't understand it, and but it was bothering me. It was it was something that's just deep. I was just uneasy about it, and although I've made a lot of this decisions that you know I've made decisions I've really thought about everything that you know my purchases I, I it took me a long time to buy this car or that car and even buying the property I really you know it wasn't just buying I there was a thought process behind it um, and but still with with you know thinking logically and you know doing the pros and cons it was I was still almost feeling more trapped than, than, you know, I was previously. Um, and I started, yeah, so, so and then, you know, life happens. I got married, I had a child. Um, we moved back to, to Cape Town. Um, but my wife had, had to stay in Namibia for two months uh, because she was, she was due um, with our second child. And, um, you know, I got this post in Cape Town, which is very difficult to find. Um, so it was, uh, we, you know, we, we had to make the decision at, you know, on short notice and, and we had to leave and we basically had to put a tent in our, our property. <clears throat> um, and in this time, I met uh, a couple. Well, the, uh, she was actually a colleague of mine. Um, they, they asked me to stay in their, their room for the two months while I was in, in. So I was actually working in Sierras before I was transferred to Cape Town. Um, so while I was in Sierras, you know, after, you know, being in conversation with them, I've 
they've also, you know, opened up to me and said that they've been through this journey as well. Yeah. And they've accumulated a lot of debt. They made purchases. Um, and then they also had to really make a big change in their lives. And they came across Dave Ramsey and, you know, the money makeover and uh, the baby steps. Um, and they started implementing those steps and their life, lives changed. And, you know, through this process, and then I became enlightened and I started to read about it. And then things sort of started to make sense to me why, you know, why my life was heading this way. Um, And, and, and that I needed to really, um, you know, stop the cycle. Um, And I started reading Dave Ramsey and I I slowly started to implement it. At that time, my wife was still, she didn't really understand what was going on. She just knew that I'm, I'm seeking something and I don't know what it is. Um, uh, And then I walked into a store one day while still living in Sierra's a bookstore. And I stumbled upon um, Robert Kiyosaki's book, um, Why A Students Work for C Students. Oh my gosh. (laughs) I bought that book and it uh, it changed my life. Like that was the changing moment for me. Yeah. Like just in terms of, what what life is you know beyond being yeah. a student or studying when you when you're yeah. in the economic world you're adulting and and you know how the world actually functions and works you know it just opened my mind so much massively um, yeah and, and I, I like that <laughs> yeah and and then my wife came from Namibia um, yeah. and there was always this, you know, this advert on Facebook, you know, this rich dad, poor dad, um, property investment um, advert. But I sort of looked at it and I, you know, no, ignored it and I was telling my yeah. wife, should I, should I not? And then she actually signed me up unknowingly for, oh, for this okay. um, uh, course. <laughs> yeah. A woman of action. Up. Right. Um, Actually, I just want to interrupt and say, I'm always so intrigued that in this podcast, it's often like the men will always say, my wife got me started. She got me on this journey. Like, wow. Um, Just pointing that out, putting it out there. But my other underline here (laughs) that that you are putting in, Heschel, is lots of people say, You know, these self-help books, they don't work. It depends who's reading it and who takes action on what they are reading. And yeah. for you, something internally shift, yes. shifted, right? Because of a book and your friends, this couple yes. that you talk about, that yes. introduced you to Dave Ramsey's yes. principles, they are internals changed yeah. by a book so you know for us uh, for many different people different things will change for us some people are being changed by this podcast and that's the reason why yeah. we have the, 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 the colorful complex guests that we get here and this is so so important that for you this is what worked and this is what shifted yeah. you so you went to a rich dead poor dead uh, seminar mm-hmm. in cape town did you yes so i went to the seminar 
Um, and I basically, you know, when I, I did all the courses, um, and you know, a property was just something that spoke to me. Um, and because yeah. I had this prior experience or, you know, this feeling of, you know, property investment is something that I actually want to do. Um, this, it, it just, it just spoke to me. It just, it's just something that, you know, I, I like okay. the tangible, the fact that property is so tangible and you can actually see and touch and, <laughs> um, Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Did it change the way? So, so I went through this course. <clears throat> so, yeah. So then I, while I was going through, when I did the second course, I realized that my my purchase, my first investment, was a massive mistake, okay. <laughs> um, or, or rather, I, the opportunity that it had initially, the opportunity yeah. that it had initially, um, you know, I didn't understand property, I didn't understand the property cycle, I didn't understand um, anything around property and and what makes it a good investment, um, and yeah, so so that was. So that's when I really under, started to understand what makes property investment a good investment and what doesn't. Um, so, yeah. so are you, you saying know, the education at the Rich Dad Poor Dad seminar was the mm-hmm. one that changed your property purchase into property investment thinking? Yes, definitely. Okay. Definitely. Um, okay. And you know, I, I came from Cape Town, I'm from Namibia, thinking I'm, I was going to buy my second property. Um, okay. And this, this was before Rich Dad Education. And fortunately, I had the Rich Dad Education, education um, uh, you know, before. Um, yeah. And, and my whole, you know, my whole mindset, my, my parent, there was a massive paradigm shift. Um, Absolutely. Um, as to how I now approach property investments. Um, and although I haven't purchased my first, my second property yet, um, yeah, there there was a lot of things that I had to change internally within myself first as well. Yeah, and you know, over the last yeah. two years, basically just been working on myself, investing in myself. Right. Um, right. I had to change from a negative, you know, a negative. Uh, how shall I put it, a negative net worth, I had to change into a positive net worth. Um, I see. And we were 500,000 plus in, you know, bad debt. Um, right. Besides the property. And, right. you know, um, I'm happy to say that this year in March, we yeah. we were debt free. <laughs> um, and, but it, 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 it required... A lot of discipline. It required. Um, it required, you know, action, like you said. Um, and I'm now in a different space where yeah. where opportunities. Yeah. I see opportunity. Well, I'm in a space where where opportunities are coming to me, and I know yeah. what is opportunity. Because if you don't have the knowledge, you don't know what is opportunity. You, you don't it can you pass you. It. You could be um, sitting on a box full of opportunity and it can pass you. This is such an incredible thing to exactly. share here, Herschel, because especially for, 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 for most of us who have spent so many years in university, isn't it our families and the society <clears> expects that 
we are flush with cash. Yeah. And yet mm. we are sitting flush yeah. with debt, right? And yeah. the shame of acknowledging it as professionals is, is also so hard. And, you know, coming from, from our black history, <clears throat> it's, it's so hard. You know, our, we are just expected that we just have this money. And for exactly. me, the importance is our education, our academic education doesn't translate into how we become wealthy, actually. We need to do no. extra work, right? It's another parallel uh, university. <laughs> it, it's a definitely another parallel university, and you're spot on there. Right. Um, yeah. Right. And, and, yeah. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Yeah. I love that. Wow. Hersha, <sighs> you are speaking my language. I love that you <laughs> took time out to do the inner work on you. That you're saying like it had to change, like something had to change within myself so that I could take advantage of opportunities. So um, when did you get your second property? So Yeah, so I haven't uh, bought my second property, but I'm very close. Um, You know, um, I've learned the investment is 110.31. Um, ratio principle in, in property investment um, yeah. and basically mm-hmm. means that you have to you know for 100 properties that you look at there will only be 10 potential good investment um, um, property exactly. deals mm-hmm. from the 10 three will be submitted and from that three you might only get one so it's a time-consuming exercise and it's a it's a um, it's a it's a numbers game but yeah. you know, once you got it right, or once you have it right, then it's it's so rewarding. Um, and I've I've probably made offers plus seventy now. Really? That's so awesome. I'm close to my hundred now. So I'm hoping it will it will <laughs> it will materialize soon. Um, wow. Yeah. So, but 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 besides, you know, investing in in my you know for for myself or my family. Um, yeah. You know, leveraging from my network, um, I think there is where I've I've gained the most so far. Um, and I'm I'm basically currently I'm an equity investor with some partners. I am an angel investor oh, nice. with some partners. So, so the cool. so don't the, tell the us. Network Special, before I'm, you go ahead, before you go ahead, <laughs> yes, please tell us about mean? those investments. What do you mean, an equity investor? What does that mean? Do you do anything? Do you own anything? How does that work? And why would you say someone else must do it? What do you mean? Yes. So, um, I mean, I'm I'm saying these things. I I. I you know, two years ago, I, I did not have this vocabulary. So it, it did come with time. Um, but with, yeah, <laughs> um, you know, with, with regards to equity investment, I'm basically in partnership with, because my time is, you know, also something that is quite limited as a professional in medicine and the fact that I want to specialize. Um, I've, I've decided that, you know, because my time is so limited, although I'm, I'm still, you know, um, probing, you know, finding my own deals, um, I've, I've used my, my network to, you know, leverage from them. And then I'm basically, I've invested with, with the company where we, we buy property. So I own um, 
the property together with with the other investors um, okay. and I basically get passive income from those investments awesome. um, so i I own part of the of property. the properties years okay. um, and then with regards to angel investments um, it's basically more of a once off investment where you assist someone in a deal and you get a x percentage of return on that investment um, which mm-hmm. is a lot more than what you'll get in any bank or unit trust um, yeah underline more than you can get in the bank and yeah. that's exactly so, and that's exactly why my interest in your story hesher when when i spoke to you that yeah so while you are deciding or while you are educating yourself while you are shifting yeah. your mind have your money work somewhere and the more you it works in property the more you get to appreciate why it is an, a, a good investment class isn't it then yeah. sorry to, to uh, interrupt please go ahead uh, it's fine so um hashel please tell us about the um, equity investment how does it work? What kind of properties are you invested in? How did you make that deal come together? Is it with friends, strangers? How does one find these opportunities? So for me, it's been mainly through um, my network, uh, my, my property investment network. Um, okay. And it's so important to, to be part of a team you know of like-minded people because yeah. there you share ideas and you sh- and opportunities get shared with you so um <clears throat> just through my network i i met up with a few guys that you know that i saw they, they were doing well and they they are getting the deals um and they have the time to do it so you know we we just met up but uh, they were total strangers to me at, at first um yeah. but then the network basically brought us together um and you know they i i you know we so so we mainly looking at um i mainly invest in in cash flow in the long term uh, of rental properties rather um when it comes to equity uh yeah so i'm not sure if i'm answering your question um mengile um So you but are getting. I was uh, hoping that yeah. you would tell us what the deal. At least walk us through one deal where you tell us, okay, this was the deal. We met up. This is how much I put in. This is what the guys did. They sourced. I put in the money, or they put oh. in the money, and I did this. Yeah, just so that people understand that there are many ways to structure a deal. That I don't have to be the yes. only player in the deal. Oh yes, okay. Um so so with regards to my equity investment, um so this is a, a company that that we've um basically established that is going to invest in multiple rental properties. Um okay. I must just say up front is that I have not received returns yet because we are just starting and and we are that's just fine. acquiring property. Um, but that's that's one that's one uh, you know aspect um, to the uh, you know with as Angela said the the options that are available. Um, I must say that you know I've I've 
built a power team for myself. And, okay. you know, through this journey of, of, of learning, the, you know, about property investment, I was able to, you know, um, to essentially assist my, my mother with a capital flip. Um, I okay. did not, you know, get the gains of that um, from a financial, but, you know, from an emotional and, and, and you know, um, yeah, an emotional aspect or perspective or rather um, the fact that I could see it work um, was, was also quite valuable to me. So I assisted uh, with the property, she had a property in Cape Town, um, right. which was at the time um, worth 1.2 million. Right. And she was planning to sell the property. Um, right. And I, and I mean, I, you must understand that, you know, I finished my training late last year. Okay. <laughs> Um, or not that late, but say middle last year. So I was still learning in the stage, but I was I was already able to uh, already had a, a team developed, you know, um, mm-hmm. and I was able to use my team to turn that property into. So so basically, we did renovations on the property. Um, right. It increased the value of the property from one point two five to one point six five million. And we mm-hmm. sold it for, for 1.6 million. Yeah. We put in about 180,000 in renovations. And so you can imagine the, the, um, the capital gains or the, you know, the, okay. the, the capital that she got from her investment. So she okay. basically from paying 180,000, she made 400,000 plus, plus. Um, on, oh. on that investment. Okay, so in either network um, you were able so that's to where source I contractors. Saw it, it can work. Okay. Yes. All right. Okay, and that is that is another illustration of property and relationships of of, of contracting with, with with different people, and you found them inside of the network at your rich debt poor debt network. Is that where they came from? Yeah, so um, Richard Poirot, which was um, formerly known as the Leg- Legacy Education. Yeah. Um, yeah, but all, I'm also linked with Epic, Epic Property Investors and uh, oh, Sedman, the South African Property Investment um, Group. Oh, okay. And um, yeah, M5 Property Addicts. So um, yeah, so the network is big, <laughs> um, yeah. but it's it's good to have your 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 claws in, in all of these networks because the opportunities comes everywhere. All right. Um, then I don't know about you. I have, I have exhausted my questions about this. <clears throat> yeah, I feel the same. This has been really, really good. Um, yeah, yeah, so Herschel, you've given us a great insight into how to get started as a property investor. So, Nizo, shall we move on to the next segment of the show? I'm full. I can happily move on to the next segment of the show. Thanks, Ben. Okay, awesome. Let's do it. On to the next segment of our show, magical feedback from our hosts where our hosts share their three takeaways from today's episode. 
Okay, guys, welcome to Magical Feedback. I'm going to have Misa start us off with the three takeaways. I know we actually had such an incredible discussion offline as we take a break between the podcast recording and doing our takeaways. So there's a lot. Misa, go. Wow. <laughs> It was, it was so much. You wish sometimes you could just record the whole two hours of what we talk about, mm. even offline. I really loved what Hesham started with uh, Ben when he said <clears throat> he was experiencing the months becoming longer after he had qualified, after the MBCHB. And he just felt so uneasy about being trapped by the profession that oh, is that all that's going to be me, you know? I'm sure he, he says he, he felt like he had more when he was surviving on a stipend of 1,500 as a medical student than being a doctor. Suddenly, you know, so deep. Yeah, yeah, that was so deep, right? Yeah. That was so, so deep. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Sure. That was also funny enough. One of the things that I highlighted about how he felt trapped. So um, my uh, first takeaway was how when we don't know what we don't know, we don't know what's possible, right? Herschel shared that he thought that he could only afford three properties in his lifetime based on his salary. (laughs) Right? And how when you don't know what you don't know, that's it. But it makes sense, right? Because you look at what can I qualify for? Like logically, what am I, yeah. oh, what am I earning every month? Nobody yeah. talked to us about at the dinner table, like you were asking around um, lunch, the lunch table. What were people discussing? Nobody spoke about refinancing, we didn't know about leveraging property, multi-lets, things like that. So obviously you would think that, yeah, my two or three properties, I, that's the best I can do. I've made yeah. it. And then it seems yeah. like, wow, those are so lucky. Yeah. They've got like a hundred properties. Yeah. You know what luck for them, you know? Luck. Not understanding mm. that it's beyond luck. It's about there's actually a way to mm-hmm. do this way. All of us can do it. So. I loved that he touched on that about oh, just I loved the that. power oh. of opening up the mind. The mind. Oh, yeah. yeah. That is, oh, yeah. Yeah. That's such a lovely one. Thank you for articulating that because he kept touching on it several times. Which mm. is so well then. I liked the fact that he said, you know that two years ago, he was talking about being an equity investor, that you can yeah. be an equity investor. And, yeah. and then he quips and says, do you know that two years ago, I did not have this vocabulary? Because Yo. equity investment is not a language that's yeah. taught at medical school. Come on, <laughs> right? And the fact that he knows it now, two years later, as a medical person, yeah. makes him... 10 steps ahead of his counterpart yeah. because now he understands how yeah. he can use his salary that is this much and stretch yeah. it to buy three, four, or be yeah. a co-owner of three, four properties. And yeah. where does it come from? 
It comes yeah. from he has taken the time to educate himself the past two years. Yeah. Used it as his time for learning. I mean, how? Yeah. What else can you do? It's not. There's sure. nothing. There's no disability in the fact that yeah. he knows a lot about medicine and zero about equity and leverage and yeah. Yeah. Because that's not what taught it medical school. I I just love his vulnerability about that and being yeah. totally honest about it because people look at us and assume, right? He wasn't trapped. Like you always talk about being trapped by your profession, Mizo, and being no unshackled, yeah. you know? And yeah. he, was, he didn't allow himself to be shackled by the no, title of doctor. No. It's beautiful, it's right? beautiful, right? Ooh. It is. Yeah. Ooh. It's been yeah, great. I love that. That's yeah, my number so, two. What's your number two, Ben? My number two is how he talks about this idea of a paradigm shift, which I think is so key. We talk about paradigm shifts, which is like, guys, where you like have a complete shift in consciousness and yeah. outlook, right? So he had this complete um, paradigm shift where he had this realization where we talk about it all the time. It's never about the money, but he had this realization that for everything to change and find him space himself in a space where he says opportunities are coming to me. And I recognize opportunities. He needed to shift his paradigm, shift his outlook and do work on himself. And like how he kept stressing invest in yourself, invest in yourself, which ultimately is like, I feel like almost every, um, a lot of the top property mentors talk about that. The key to growth is investing in yourself, not just in the knowledge that you're accumulating, but in yourself. So great takeaway. I loved it. I, I really love it because it's something that you share very openly in, 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 in the two groups on Facebook that I have got three, I'm working with three coaches and everyone must be thinking, huh, uh, what is she doing with three coaches? But when you know what you need, one, and you know where you want to take yourself personally and where the business needs to be, you, you get involved with coaches like that. I keep telling people that I'm on the third coach, property coach. Because when one doesn't give me what I need, I move on to the next. Or I graduate from my newbie property uh, coach to the next advanced level that I wanted to be. So this is, this is such an incredible thing. Let me share my number three then. My number three is the book that he has read. I haven't read it but I can make sense of it. He shared the book that YA students work for C students. I think it's written by Robert Kiyosaki as well. I feel like I am that A student that has been enslaved by C students and not because they were trying to enslave me. Well, they didn't go out of their way. I landed on their lab because us, the ones who used to get 90% and 100% at school, we, we are trapped by the accolades sometimes. And we think that is what is going to bring us wealth or the world tells yeah. us that that's going to bring us wealth and it necessarily doesn't work that way. Mm. And it's very disappointing when you mm. find that 
you were the A student at school, but you are working for that guy who used to get 40% marginal marks. So I sure. think that's my next read. That's my next read. So that's it. Sure, <laughs> eh? Yeah. So, wow. I think, I think it's, a, it's, a, it's a very good one to be brought up, especially by a medical professional, because we know. We, we, mm. we, we know what happens to us. It is psychologically a very shaking thing, yeah. that thing of getting 100% at school and not necessarily well, right? I've always been fascinated by people who identify with like book smart yeah. intelligence because it's yeah. never really made a lot of sense to me, sense for you. you know, but yeah. I see it how a lot of people identify with that even as they get older, but I'm yeah. smart. That's the yeah. thing that becomes part of our identity. Yeah, but then but I, I always feel like, but life is experiential. It's yeah. not about the being in your head. It's about this thing that I'm experimenting and experiencing called life. So it is very, very interesting. And I think that the C students may be safe from that because they were never given yeah. that burden of being smart and having I to like look the like they know. You know, because I do think like what I've seen with adults is that there is the burden that comes with having been the smart kid, right? Then you are trapped by the burden. But if like you were the child that was just problematic, hand up, you know, <laughs> and you were just a problematic person, like, you don't have that burden. Like anyway, mm. I'm starting from problematic. I can only go up from here. You can only get better. That's and I like the word that you used as burden because it yes. becomes a burden. But the ones yeah. that have got titles, I, yeah. they are such a burden. I, I, I just oh. find that the redefinition of, of the titles and being mm. called a profession. I remember when, when we were going to university, there would be people who are asked by their relatives, when you say you're going to study a BA, and then you would be asked something like, but you so what, what are you going to be called after the BA? You know, when I go yeah. and do an MBCHB, I'm called yeah. doctor, right? You go yeah. to a BA law, you are going to be called a lawyer. So with a yeah. BA, Uzobi's one, Tony. Oh, yes. Imagine. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh my God. It. It's, it's intense, hey? But I get it. Yeah. So my final What's takeaway so is just back to networks. You know, he, oh my um, gosh. Herschel spoke a lot about the power of networks. Mm. And I loved uh, one of the things, one of the phrases he said was yeah. the, um, with the equity investing company that they've started with yeah. um, his networks. He said they were once strangers, but now they are equity investment partners, you know, like, that awesome. wow, that is amazing. And of yeah. course, like you always say, Mizo, he had to go out of the medical circles. You hear him. He had to go find other people. Like this yeah. thing of doctors chill with doctors. Yeah, it's yeah. awesome. He's passionate about medicine, but he had to go find other people who are not yeah. that. And yeah. sometimes it brings me back to this thing that our circles can shackle us. Back to your word of shackle. Oh, thank you. Oh. Right? They can keep us in this bubble 
where like I only know people from this kind of background, from this kind of country, all that. And like, as we expand ourselves, we expand ourselves to people with different knowledge to us. So, so I, I will keep coming back to this, you know, yeah. it's that just yeah. sometimes it's just like going down the road and talking to someone who has a just completely different perception of life to you, yeah. you know, yeah. like yeah. it will change your world. It will yeah. rock your world. It does. It does. Yeah. We'll be standing in the middle of rubble. Then, in yeah. the middle of rubble, people who are creative. I'm just thinking of someone we are working with who is busy uh, renovating one 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 flatlet. He stands in the middle of rubble, and as he speaks about how where the bathroom is going to be, this shower is going to be here in the kitchen, and I'm mm-hmm. looking at him, and because of the passion that he presents it with. I can actually see the room into being. And oh. for me, that is like, you know, it is out of yeah. this I'm sitting yeah. with someone who's creative, number one, yeah. who is able to sell me an idea to say, this is yeah. going to be beautiful, Miso. You don't want to come out of the bathroom and the kitchen and the smells of the mm. kitchen. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I see. Yeah. And I can see the wall in the middle of rubble. And for me, that yeah. is like... And, this, that's the best adult education I'm getting yeah. right now, dealing with contractors who can tell you by just yeah. standing there and tell you that the plumbing job here is going to be this much, but if we move it here, it will impact it by this Wow, Mizo, this is amazing. Right? It is, it is. And, and, and I <sighs> think for any adult, you just need to be yeah. educated. You need your brain yeah. to be soft and open and you yeah. need to be teachable for you yeah. to succeed and for you to build wealth. And this podcast this year, the aim is wealth building, right? Wealth so. building. Yes, we are all about profitability this year. We turn two. Two-year-olds yeah. need to uh, self-sustain. They do, right? They do. We start eating yeah. solids and we are building up. Yeah. This has been an incredible journey. Yes. Thank you, Ben. Let's move on to the next segment of the show. Now on to the journey to magical expansion, where we ask our guests the same five questions we ask every guest. Hey, Property Magicians, we're back. We're doing the next segment of our show with our guest, Herschel, um, where we ask the five questions that we ask every single guest. So, Misa, I'll have you ask the first question, your favorite question. My favorite question, Herschel. Tell us again, what did you say the book that changed your life was? Yes. It can be a property book. It can be just a life mindset book. It's fine. You can share one or you can share two or three if you like. Yeah, so I think the, um, the main, you know, the, the book that really changed, um, changed my, my way of thinking and my, uh, you know, just changed my paradigm was the book by Robert Kiyosaki, Why A Students Work for C Students. Um, <laughs> there were other books as well. Uh, uh, Dave Ramsey, Total Money Makeover, and um, Napoleon Hill, Think Rich, Grow, uh, Grow Rich. Um, yeah. And then from a medical point of view uh, was uh, yeah. Paul uh, 
Kalanti um, when breath comes to air. Uh, What and, was that? Yeah, so, um, when breath. Wow. So the main book was Robert Kiyosaki. When, no, when, when breath, breath comes, comes to, air. to air. Yeah, so it's basically a book about a new. Oh, sorry, becomes air. When breath becomes air. Yeah. What is it about? So it's about a neurosurgeon. Uh, this is about this journey about a, a medical student who, um, who, you know, went through med school and then started working and then start, decided to specialize in neurosurgery. And through this process, he always, um, you know, put aside social, um, you know, social responsibilities, put aside his own health. Um, he was just really, you know, there's always this, delayed gratification something that he had to you know work towards every time and almost not getting to that you know to that destination yeah and in while he was specializing he developed lung cancer oh my and, gosh yeah oh. and and that's and he writes this he's basically write the story of his life you know how he put aside um his health his life mm. his um you know his social his life basically um, on hold for, you know, towards this ideal um, destination in life um, and, and was really inspiring. Yeah. Because, wow. You know, uh, in medicine, you, Not you really tend to do that. And that's for a literally now. You tend that's, to feel mm. incomplete. Oh, my gosh. Oh, that's deep. That is yeah. intense. Okay? That's deep. So yeah. Yeah. Put, put everything into perspective. Yeah. 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 Sure. So, what you keeps you love, inspired, you love your life, you know. Oh, sorry. <clears throat> I think, <laughs> in you know, what keeps me inspired is is my my purpose in life, and and my purpose in life is is basically to serve and to help others um, by by facilitating them to overcome health adversities and to promote. Um, self-discovery um, and yeah for me that that is core to who I am is to is to basically yeah. help people is to um, and to to help them also to find themselves um, uh, mm -hmm. and yeah okay and and just the the unknown of life <laughs> it's, it's yeah the, the possibilities yeah. of the unknown that that's all guys yeah yeah right. Wow. What do you wish you had known um, on the property investment journey, um, Heschel, before now? What do you wish you had known or done before this? Uh, I, think, I think it's very easy for everyone, you know, that have walked this journey to say that they wish they could have known this 10 years ago, 20 years ago. They wish they could have yeah. started earlier. Um, I, I am also a firm believer that things happen for a reason, um, and okay. then I that I had to go through this process to to basically come to this realization where I'm now, and then to change my life around um, for for the better. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Okay, that's true. You know, it 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 happens perfect as perfectly imperfect as it looks, but it's perfect for your journey. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Mm. Very wise words, yeah. Misa. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so Herschel, what do you think you still need to learn in property? I think there's a, a lot to learn in property. Um, you know, property is actually a very dynamic uh, yeah. um, area of investment because things change. There are, there are cycles in property. Um, you know, the, yeah, it's, it's just, the, I think you can never know everything in property. But what yeah. I would like to, you know, learn more is, um, you know, how I can uh, expand my, my portfolio offshore um, and also just becoming comfortable with different deal structuring, um, yeah. you know, options. Uh, because yeah. not every property, you can follow the same same strategy um so they are different yeah so you have to yeah you need to understand the property and the in the the market um and and then uh you know strategize around that to make this property a a good investment yeah that's Mm. that's that's true you you will never stop learning actually um maybe it's a it's a problem or it's an opportunity you can choose so what property resource do you want to share with our listeners, um, uh, Heschel, at this moment? What book are you reading or which podcast would you say is your go-to currently? You know, it all changes all the time. But what's your favorite right now or a YouTube channel? What would you tell one person to say, go read this or this is what I'm loving right now? Um, yeah, I mean, <laughs> I th- I think uh, we live in a world of information. There's so many options out there, um, yeah. and you almost don't have the excuse anymore not to, you know, um, invest in yourself and learn about uh, the absolutely. You know, like for instance, property investment. For me, what yeah. what jumps what jumps out, you know, is is basically being connected to a property investment network. Um, they are many in South Africa and abroad. Um, and yeah. From, yeah, I mean, there are many podcasts out there. One that jumps out for me is, as well as Bigger Pockets. I, I okay. often listen to them. Um, and then the South African, the South Africa uh, Property Investment Network in, uh, is also a good place to, to learn okay. and get more information. And then more locally, Joburg, uh, M5 Property Investment and Varsity. They, they also um, give valuable information around property investment, and that's mainly what I, what I'm, you know, exposed to most of the time, and where I get my yeah. my knowledge and and where I build from. Absolutely. Well, thank you for sharing more than one, you said three, four. Well, that's that's <laughs> awesome. So a network, a podcast, and there's a there's M five property. I didn't know they have an academy as well. Thank you for sharing yeah. that. Show. Yes, yeah. Yeah. I I mean I know them and I know how they they've helped people to invest in their in their in their vast portfolio. Great, great knowing that. Yeah. Thank you so so much, Heshel. Ben, yeah. over to you. Thanks, Mizo. So, Herschel, how do people get hold of you? <laughs> um, yeah, so people can get a hold of me on, um, uh, they can get, you know, contact me on my, my cell phone number uh, or uh, my email address, uh, clarkherschel.gmail.com. 
Um, I also have a, a company um, called HLC Invest Prop. Um, they can find me on the website or um, my email address is info at hlcinvestproholdings.co.za. Okay, invest prop. Okay. HLC Invest Prop. And you're saying that um, is it hlcinvestprop.co.za that they can search? Yes. HLC Invest Prop Holdings. That's oh, holdings. Prop holdings. Holdings.co.za. Okay. And then do you mind giving how, giving, um, you said people can get hold of you on email. Did you also say on WhatsApp? Yeah. So on WhatsApp, they can contact me on 078-662-1533. Okay. Thank you so much. So guys, you're going to get all that information. Thank you, Mizo. Thank you, Mizo. I really appreciate Just you inviting me. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So thank you, Dr. Heschel Clark. This is amazing. And that's exactly why we bring different guests. And for us as, 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 as medical professionals, this is another important podcast because when we are sitting in our jobs and we are getting all hooked by and trapped by the trappings of the title or the job, it, it's incredibly important to know that it's possible to start your portfolio while you work, nothing is stopping you, and you know you still have the next four years in, in, in radiology. So this can happen while you yeah. do that, and there's ways of getting exactly. involved, and there's ways of educating yourself. Thank you so much for agreeing to that interview. Yeah, I know. Yes. My pleasure, and yeah. I, I, I agree. I'm just saying I'm yourself. learning so much from the two of you. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, no, Sorry, it starts yes. with yourself. In, in, <laughs> you keep tripping each other. Yeah, I think there's a delay in the, the connection, so... Um, yeah. The, the, yeah, oh, I think I you're getting my, my voice um, a bit later. But, I, but what I wanted to say is that um, start with yourself, invest in yourself, um, and, and, and then you can venture into, you know, um, the, the property. So start with the education process of um, property investment and then start investing. Yes, I agree. I agree in, the the in investing in yourself and doing the inner work and then uh, taking action. Or you can do it all simultaneously, right? But the inner yeah. work needs to be done. Yeah. So that exactly. is such a powerful message. Thank you so much, Herschel. It's been a pleasure having you on the show. Mizo, do you have anything else to add? Thank you so much. We'll see you. We'll see you at Property Doc, Mom. So you can you can be the Property Doc Dad if you like, Herschel. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I, I I I love it. That's my that's my hashtag. Property Doc Mom. This is. This is an incredible, incredible contribution to our podcast. Thank you again, Heschel. And have a lovely day. Go back to your... Thank you so much. I'm looking forward to that coffee. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. I'm looking forward to the coffee soon. After, after my <laughs> isolation period. Absolutely. I'm isolating you. I'll probably isolate you for 60 days so that I don't get your, your coffee. <laughs> 
Thanks, and man. thank you so much, Property Magicians, for showing up today. It has been a pleasure. Tune in next week. We have an incredible guest for you again. Have a lovely day forever. Thank you for listening, Property Magicians. My name is Vangile Makwakwa, and I am your host on the show. I help people heal their ancestral money stories so that they can fall in love with their bank accounts, become financially free, and live their best lives. So if you would love to increase your income, or you'd love to pay off your debts and increase your savings, contact me. You can contact me on the Wealthy Money website at wealthy-money.com. Again, wealthy-money.com. Or you can email me at vangile at wealthy-money.com. Again, vangile at wealthy-money.com. Find me on Facebook on the Wealthy Money group or on the Wealthy Money page or find me on Twitter and Instagram as Vangile Makwakwa. Now over to my co-host. Thank you for listening. I am Dr. Miranda Prop Doc, Doc Mum on all the social media platforms on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. I'm the host of Property Magicians Podcast and I'm a property mentor. I mentor newbie property investors to help them to begin and to take action. Your journey into property investment begins with me from property registration, from property company registration to picking the correct strategy that suits where you are at. Find me on my inbox at miranda at wealthy-money.com again inbox me at miranda at wealthymoney.com if you want me to help you start your property journey.